Hello, gorgeous. Welcome, my love. Welcome to the Single Women's Society. I am honored that you've decided to spend some time with me today. So I invite you to come on in. Let's get cozy. Today's topic, I am sharing with you one of the topics that you, the listener, want to know more about. So on occasion, every now and then, when I'm on Instagram, I'll post in my stories being like, Hey, what topics would you like for me to talk about on the podcast? And this was a topic that you brought to my attention, which I've never covered before. So I was super excited to cover green flags. We talk about red flags all of the time, but I think that part of my teaching with women is that we don't focus on the negative. I really help women focus on the positive. And so green flags, discussing what green flags are, I think are, is an important tool. These are important things for you to know as far as what you're looking for when you go into that first date, when you are saying to yourself, hmm, I wonder, is this a good sign or a bad sign? Have you ever done that? Like you've been on a date before and you're always like, hmm, I wonder if this is a good sign or a bad sign. So I'm going to, I'm here to confirm your thoughts when it comes to green flags. Cause believe it or not, that's what a lot of coaching is. It's just confirming. It's just you coming with me with your intuition and you asking me and me confirming basically what you already know. It's a part of coaching. It's a good part of coaching. So this is our little coaching session. I'm here to tell you what the green flags are that you should be looking for. And I promise you, you already know these. I promise you most likely you already know all of these. So as your dating coach and your matchmaker, I want to make sure that you know what these green flags are. And I haven't even introduced myself. Hey, it's Kat. Oh my gosh. I got too ahead of myself. I, that's how excited I am to talk about today's episode. And before I go into all of that, can I tell you how amazing you are? You're listening to this podcast, to this show. We beat our download record last month. So the month of January, we beat our download record by 200 downloads. So we're getting more and more downloads every single week. So that means that you're listening, you are subscribing, you are sharing, you are talking about this podcast, which thank you so much from the biggest, like my heart really is just going out to you. And I'm giving you a huge virtual hug as a thank you of appreciation for being here with me. I am so excited to bring more of this great, incredible content. Sorry. That was like, took me a while to get that out. I'm so excited to be here with you. We're not going anywhere. I'm just honored to be here. Okay. That's enough of that. I can, I can say that like over and over again. <laughs> I want to get to today's topic, but I do have um, a little commercial for you. So Single Women's Society is brought to you by my agency, which is called theheartagency.com, where we offer singles events and matchmaking and dating coaching. That's what we're doing here, both group and one-on-one -on -one coaching. And ultimately, also, we're going to start offering retreats again for my single ladies. Now, 
I have a special gift for you. I know that Valentine's day is coming up right around the corner and I do have something for you for the peacock room. So you're going to want to make sure and tune in next week because the peacock room is reopening Valentine's day. And the peacock room is this incredible community of amazing women where we meet twice a month. We do a deep dive of what's going on in your dating life. I give you tools. I bring subjects to uh, the peacock room. We have an open conversation about it. It's an incredible way of not only confirming what you already know, but also connecting with other women who are literally going through the same things you are and giving you real life homework and experiences to help you with your daily dating life. Okay. And I will cover what the special little promo I have for you. If you're interested in being in the wait list, just send me an email cat at theheartagency.com and I'll put you on the wait list and you'll be the first to know because there's only a few spots that are open because I like to keep the peacock room nice and small uh, for my ladies because I like to keep it intimate. Okay, enough of all of that. Green flags, my hair is like, I have my ceiling fan on and my I can feel that my hair is like floating around the top of my head. This is day four hair. Do you wash your hair every week? Like how many times I should ask, how many times a week do you wash your hair? I wash mine once. So I'm on day four hair and it's kind of just like flying around. Okay, here we go. We're gonna talk about green flags. So I have five green flags that I wanna share with you. And these green flags are things to look for on your date. So recognizing these green flags while you're on your date and also beyond. So these are characteristics that you really want in a partner, that everyone should want in a partner. And I think that when it comes to dating, a lot of the times dating coaches, we talk about uh, a lot, we always talk about the red flags and what, you know, when something happens, okay, is that a red flag? Here's my challenge for you on your next date. Let's focus on the green flags. Focus on, because I think that we can hyper-focus on, is that a red flag? Is that a red flag? Is that a red flag, right? Versus being in the moment, instead of like seeking or searching for something to consider as a red flag, which can completely ruin the buzz of the first date because you're so hyper-focused on finding that red flag because most likely you're sabotaging yourself because <laughs> truly maybe you uh, don't feel like you're worthy of a relationship. I'm not going to go into all that. See, this is what happens is that I start talking from my heart and then like all of this stuff starts to come out and I'm like, okay, I need to get reel it back in, cat, reel it back in. <laughs> okay. So I don't want you to focus on the red flags right now. Let's focus on the green ones. So on your next date, these are the things that I want you to think about. These are green flags that I find and that I found in my relationship when I first started dating Brian. And also what I would advise my clients as far as green flags on what to look for. Okay. So number one, they listen. This goes with on the first date, this goes with moving forward. You feel like you've been, you are being heard. 
So a great uh, way for them to show you that they are listening is you're on the first date. They've got their phone. That's they've put away their phone. They, you feel like you have their undivided attention, meaning you have eye contact with them. They're leaning in with their body language and they're not like looking around. I used to, that used to drive me absolutely crazy when I used to go on a first date and the guy across the table would end up looking at like other women. I'm sure you've had this before, right? Where they're like looking at other women. They're not really paying attention to you. They're distracted with the phone. Again, these are red flags. I'm not talking about red flags, but you know, when they're a good listener, because you have their undivided attention, they're leaning in, they're making great eye contact with you. And when they're a great listener, they don't talk over you. They don't talk over you. They don't interrupt you. They're truly like listening as you're speaking. And I think this is something that's missing in a lot of relationships in general, let alone dating, is truly being able to sit down, listen to your partner, listen while you're on the date without interrupting them, without talking over them and showing them empathy. So that's like the biggest for me, one of the biggest green flags is if they're a great listener and not only are they a great listener, but I'm sure you've encountered this with online dating. This happens all the time where the questions are one-sided. So you're the one who always ends up pushing and asking all of the questions. And I always advise my clients, okay, you just need to let that guy, let them, you know, just let them go because it's showing you that they're truly not into you, right? they're more into themselves. <laughs> so, uh, I used to hate it when guys would approach me online and they go, ask me anything. I'm like, wait a minute. You approached me. <laughs> wait. You approached me online. You asked me, you start, you ask the question. So again, green flag, they listen and they ask questions about you. You can tell that they're, they're there. You can tell that they're truly paying attention. So I would say number one, that that's a number one, uh, green flag. Okay. Number two, they have clear communication with you. There's no reading between the lines. There's no breadcrumbing. You already know their intentions, meaning you're looking for a relationship. They're also looking for a relationship, not clear communication means, oh, well, I want to start off at friends and then we'll see where it goes. And hopefully maybe it'll turn into a relationship. This literally just happened in the peacock room a couple of weeks ago. And she was like wanting to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, no, <laughs> he's telling you he wants something casual because it is assumed it is assumed that we all start off as friends. Yes, we all start off as friends. So that is not being very clear with what he wants, right? So he's being aloof and not being like, I just want something casual. Like that would be him having clear communication. <laughs> so you want, when they have clear communication, they're telling you what they want. They're telling you what what um, they're searching for. They, it doesn't leave you guessing. You're not having to feel like you have to read in between the lines or you have to read their mind. And they're not just like, they're not like breadcrumbing, which we won't, breadcrumbing is an entire 
podcast episode, so I don't want to go into it today, but where they just give you little bits and pieces just to keep you hanging on. Right. So that's not clear communication. You want so if they're clear with you, they're like, yes, I'm looking for a long-term relationship. Yes. I want to go on a date with you. Yes. Let's go this weekend and let's go to this restaurant. Very clear, concise communication. Can I call you tonight at 7 PM? It's clear as day, not, are you going to be around tonight? Can I call you a little bit later? Not so clear versus I always advise, try to get time stamps, right? What time are you going to call seven o'clock, eight o'clock, right? So you want someone who has clear communication. Okay. So that's number two, number three, they let you be yourself and they encourage you with your passions. So this is kind of like maybe not initially at first, the first date, but this is a, this is a green flag moving forward. So, you know, the whole saying, and I know you've heard this before that they complete me. Okay. Nobody should complete you. My love, you complete yourself. A huge, maybe this should have been the first green flag. A huge green flag is that they have a fulfilling life and you also have a fulfilling life. And they encourage you to keep doing that. It's like the episode I did, was that, I can't remember. It was a couple episodes ago, or maybe even the one I just did not too long ago about your independence. You're an independent woman, right? So you have your independence. If you have someone who's trying to take away your independence, that's a, that's a red flag, correct? Versus they embrace your independence. They want you to continue your passions. They want you to be yourself. They want you to keep having those girls nights, going on those trips. Like they embrace your individuality. This is a huge green flag. They have their individuality. You have your individuality. And when you come together, you do things together. So a green flag is a person who is encouraging that, who wants you to continue growing, to be the better person every day, to be the, the best version of yourself. And you doing the same, you doing it for your partner, you encouraging them to do the, to do the best, you encouraging them to chase their passions. This is when this is truly the recipe for a successful relationship is that you each have your own independence, but yet you can come together and have a life together. Okay. So that's number three, number four, green flag, respect. They respect your boundaries. So just like a red flag is they don't respect your boundaries. Green flag is that they do. Meaning here's an example. Let's just say you have, uh, you have to get up at five 30 morning. Cause you get up, you work out, you've got your thing that you're doing you meditate, whatever it is, you have this routine. So you go to bed at nine o'clock every night. You tell them, Hey, this is my bedtime. This is the time that I go to bed every night. And they go, okay, cool. Sweet dreams versus pushing that boundary and being like, well, can I call you at 10 30 when I'm off from work? And they keep pushing and pushing that boundary, even though you have set that boundary with them. Hey, this is my bedtime. This is the time that I don't chat. Cause here's the thing about people who respect your boundaries. When people respect your boundaries, it's showing you a level of respect. It means that they value you. They consider you worthy. When someone is overstepping and not respecting your boundaries, whatever those boundaries may be. And there is no, everybody's boundaries are different. 
my boundaries are going to be different than your boundaries. It's like setting a calendar. Like these are my office hours, right? So these are my boundaries. So you conduct your dating life the same way. So say your boundary is your first date rule, which is always mine, is kind of like the zero date is what they say, which is a lunch date, lunch or coffee date. Really quick, easy, half an hour, 45 minutes. And you say, this is your boundary. This is what you always do for your first date is a coffee date, we'll just say. And they say, uh, really, I really don't want to do a coffee date. I really want to do a dinner date. And you're like, no, this is really what I want. And they're like, no. And they keep pushing and they're not listening and they're not respecting, they're not respecting your boundary. Then immediately this person is already giving you a red flag. It's already there. So listen, right? So somebody who respects your boundaries is a huge green flag. And even if it's the littlest, littlest boundary and they respect it, they're showing you again, their character and who they are. Therefore, when you move forward, this isn't going to be an issue. Or if they may overstep a boundary that you know that you can have that conversation with them being, Hey, this is my boundary. I mean, this is not the exact conversation you would have. You like, Hey, this is my boundary. And they would be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And again, speaks character of who they are. So you want to make sure that they are respecting your boundaries. The fifth green flag is something that I say all of the time with, uh, all of my clients is that you want to make sure that they have, they have made I don't even know how to say this, that they are not like in the greatest relationship with their ex, but they are at terms with their ex. So their ex, they're not comparing you to their ex. They're not. So their ex isn't even a subject of conversation because here's why we want to make sure that they have room in their life for you. So one of the things that I teach clients all the time is that you have to make room in your life. You have to make room in your life for love. Part of the ways that we prevent love from happening is that we still are hanging on to exes. Their shirts, Netflix accounts, dogs, cars, whatever, right? There are still some ties to the ex. And we want to make sure that those ties have been tied, meaning that you are, at, that they are at terms with their ex. And so are you, that you are at terms with them, that they are not navigating or dictating your dating life, nor are you comparing this potential partner to your ex. So we want to make sure the fifth green flag is that they're at terms, they are at terms and at peace with their ex. So they're not on the date talking about their ex. They're not, it's of course, always a subject of conversation when we talk about exes, right? Especially if you've been married before we've had a long-term partner, right? So that's somebody who has spent a considerable amount of time in your life. Um, but we want to make sure that they have somewhat come to terms with what that relationship it is so that we're so that they're able to move forward, because if they're not, then the X is going to be an issue in your life, in your partnership with this person moving forward. So <clears throat> Those are my green flags. I mean, I could have listed a lot more, but I feel like the initial date, when you go on that date and you're looking for green flags, these are five that I would look out for. And 
for me, I would say one of my green flags with Brian was that he was a true gentleman. Now you're my, you might disagree with me on this and that's okay. But again, for me, it's important. I felt that I'm a Gen Xer, some a little bit more accustomed to having kind of like, uh, the old gentleman way of treating me like a lady. So I didn't think that this kind of thing existed and I'll never forget it. When we walked in, when I walked into that first date with Brian, he stood up when I walked in and I was like, oh my gosh, I did not remember the last time. Like usually when I'd walk in on a date, the guy would just be sitting in the booth and I would just be like, Hey, and I would just slide into the booth, right. Or sit down. The fact that Brian stood up to greet me was a green flag. Also, Brian opened all the doors for me. Now, if you're not this type of woman, that is totally fine. But I'm just explaining to you how you can have your own green flags to yourself and what is important to you, right? So if this is not important to you, then this is not a green flag for you. But here's, and I'm explaining to you why why this whole thing is important for me. So not only does he he won't eat. He doesn't eat until I start eating. He greets me by always standing up. He always opens the doors for me and even my car door. So I had to, for the longest time, I was always open, always used to opening my car. He is the only man that I've ever met who insisted on opening my car door. Now here's why this is important because this was his way of showing me that he respects me and then he honors me by treating me like this. It's not a control thing or it's not like something that uh, old school way of thinking. It's truly because he honored me and respects me and values my, and values me and sees me as worthy. And so this was important. This was a love language for him. And it was important. It was important to him to allow him to show that to me. So the fact that he wanted to show this to me was a huge green flag. And it's still to this day, we've been together for almost eight years and he is still opening the door for me. He's still warming up my car. (laughs) He's still greeting me when I walk in the door. And I wouldn't have it any other way. So your homework assignment, my love, is to figure out what are your green flags? Like what, I know we talk about red flags, but why don't you sit down after this show and sit down and write down what your red, you know, what, well, red flags too, but what are your green flags? What are you looking for? What are different things that they do? that can tell you that they're a good person and ultimately, hopefully can make a great potential partner. Okay. And make your green flag list and then tag me on Instagram at Cantrell. Okay. There's your homework. Maybe I should start giving you homework assignments every episode. It's what I do with my coaching clients. So, all right. Remember if you're interested in knowing more about the Peacock Room, 
And if you want to be on the waiting list, you can just send me an email, cat at theheartagency.com. All right, my love, I'm wrapping up. Make your green flag list. Show it to me. I would love to see it. Because here's the thing. We always focus on the negative and I want you just to take a moment and focus on the positive, okay? All right. So... Thank you again, my love. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. And if you're watching on YouTube, what's up? Please make sure to like, subscribe, follow, and click the bell. So when a new episode is uploaded, you are the first to know. And you got to see my hair just kind of doing its thing. And if you're listening on Apple and Spotify, thank you. And would you take a moment and subscribe and rate and review this episode and then like take a picture and send it to me because I would love to give you a shout out here for rating and reviewing this episode. It means the world to me. And if you are over on Facebook and Instagram, come and follow me at Kat Cantrell. I love doing those reels. I love connecting with you over there. I love having conversations with you in the DMs. Send me a message, girl. I want to talk to you, okay? All right. Well, thank you again for tuning in and remember my love, true love is waiting for you and I will see you next time. Bye.